I'm a bad father. I mean, I'm a bad father. I found out that our son, the liar, had been fired three weeks ago. From Blockbuster? I don't do that. They got Reese's Bunkies working as managers over there. Objection, Your Honor. This court is after the truth, not the opinion of the defendant's father. You want my opinion? My son is a moron. I withdraw my objection. Please proceed. Since when do you read? Since when do you care? Since I'm your father and I'll put you through that wall. Move your ass. You're going to be late. But, Dad. But nothing. Oh, sorry, Princess. I thought you were Bill. Hey, welcome to the Worst Parents Out There. I'm your host, Alex. And with me, as always, the lovely, talented voice of a generation, the man, the myth, the legend, Pat. Hello. Now it's true that you have one of those shirts that says the man, the the myth, or the myth, and it points up, and then the one that says legend points down. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I usually try to wear that as much as possible in public. Well, I know you wore it to my wedding, which was odd because you were a groomsman, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but my wife's like, I can't get mad. He he pulls it off. Looks good on him. <laughs> no. And it's all factual, so... <laughs> nah, you're not a man. <laughs> so how you been, Pat? I am but a boy. Uh, good. Good, yeah. And, uh, you know, same old, same old. How about you? I'm good. Just hanging out, getting, enjoying the nice weather. My son wants to go outside more, which I don't like. But it's getting good. You don't like the outside? No. I don't know. It's just like... When you come home from work, you don't want to just run around the driveway for an hour. But you do yeah, it anyway. See that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I like that we're getting outside. It it uh, takes all the energy out of her, you know? Yeah. Gets her tired. I think my issue is, like, nice. where I park my car for work and then where I work, it's like a 20-minute walk. So, like, and then I pick them up from daycare. So I'm just kind of tired. Yeah. So... Yeah, you can always watch, though. You don't have to necessarily run around with him, right? Yeah, I tried to do that yesterday, but then he found, like, this big stick, and he wanted to play with it, and we were acting like we were shooting each other, and (laughs) he likes to act like we're fighting over the weapon, you know, and then one of us gets it, and the other one runs away. So he's been watching a lot of cartoons. That sounds, sounds, yeah, like fun. Um yeah, that's why I, I I like getting outside. Is it it uh, keeps us from watching so much TV? Um, I feel like because of the pandemic, we've been watching so much TV. Because um, you know, outside of playing around with whatever toys she gets bored with, you know, it always comes back to TV. So anything to avoid that is helpful too. Yeah, it's tough. Like I don't because they go to daycare, so they don't watch TV there, which is nice. But, like, the weekends are tough because that's, like, all he wants to do. The oldest. The young, yeah. The youngest just wants to find something and put it in his mouth. He doesn't care what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So, mm-hmm. like, it's like, that's, like, the any... hard part. What? No, no. I was just going to say, uh, got any weekend plans or anything going on? Uh, my brother and sister-in-law are coming in town. So, that would be nice. They can play with nice. them. Get some cleaning done. Yeah. Use them as a babysitter. Yeah, that's what they're there for. That's why you have brothers and sisters. That's right. That's right. I don't know why I said sisters. Neither one of us have sisters. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, sister-in-laws, I guess. Yeah, that's true. So it'll be fun. They like playing with the kids. And my son calls my brother because my son's Batman. So he calls my brother Commissioner Gordon. So he'll talk to him on the phone. And my <laughs> my brother will give him missions. And he'll run in like a different room and act like he's fighting a bad guy. And then run back and get back to the phone and ask him for another bad guy. So That's funny. You want to get into this today's show? Yeah, let's do it. So this is a thing that you wanted to start because you love gender reveal parties. You're a big fan. I sure do. I sure do. So I, I, I suggested we start a series called the Worst Gender Reveals series. Uh, so until we run out of them, I think for like the next 20 episodes or so, um, we'll start the show off with a gender reveal that's either gone wrong or is uh is just a real real bad gender reveal i mean most gender reveals are real bad so but uh yeah yeah i just thought we'd we'd go through some of these awful gender reveals well be a little fun i, know, I find fun it bit. like fascinating that you love this because you famously do not find out what you're having until it's born yeah yeah <laughs> which is why yeah which is why i find yeah gender reveals so i mean here's the thing uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think the whole thing is dumb. Um, you know, gender reveal parties on top of it are even dumber. Um, so I don't know. It just seems like it's, you know, parents finding a way to make one more thing about themselves. Um, you know, that you have engagement. Like, did you have an engagement party? Yes. No. You did. No, I'm trying to think. No, I don't think so. Yeah. See, I, you know, I look at these like engagement parties, like you're already having a wedding, you know, do you need another party about you? You know, like, you know, when is it enough? You know, and then I, and then on top of it with these gender reveals, you know, they end up killing or maiming someone, you know, in the process. So, (laughs) so not only are you making this about yourself, but somebody who shows up to your party ends up, you know, missing a limb. Yeah, like we found out what we're having ahead of time, and then we just kind of it kind of got a balloon. Let my niece open the box and see what it was because we were just going over there anyway. And then, we just, I think we got a balloon for the next one too, but we didn't have like any. And you popped it. No, we just had a balloon that said it was a boy, and then my son got to play with the balloon. It's the kids love. Oh yeah, okay. See, see, that's all fine. That's all fine. But when you have these like big, blown up parties. With like all this, you know, stuff and pomp and circumstance, and then you end up, you know, blowing someone's foot off. It just gets stupid and out of hand. Well, like the, the crazy thing is, is like when you see people's reaction that they're upset about what they're having. Like now you have this on video. <laughs> yeah. And like also you yeah. you only have yeah. one of two choices. Like how upset can you really be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, either way, you're still getting a baby. I don't know why you're upset. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So you want to, this is your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into it. So um, this one is, let me preface, it's out of Florida. So you already know it's it's going to be good. Um, but a Florida couple uses a huge pet alligator to reveal gender of their 10th child. 10th. 10th child. Um so a couple in Florida found a wild way to reveal the gender of their unborn child. The couple, Stacy Childs Wright and her husband, Chad Wright, 
Chad, recently used their pet alligator, Amos, to help out with the gender reveal. Um, in the video, which you can you know find anywhere online, um, Wright, who is a uh, nuisance wildlife trapper with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission, is seen dangling a black balloon attached to a long pole in front of Amos. At one point, the gator chomps down on the balloon, sending pink powder into the air. So it's a boy, obviously. Um, and then uh, the wife, you know, shouts, I told you, you know, probably in her, you know, disgusting Florida panhandle accent. Um, then uh, the soon to be born baby will be the couple's 10th child with their blended family. Uh, yeah. So uh, Amos has been part of the family since 2000. So. He was just as happy as the rest of them, but uh, once you have you kid know, ten, be, you stop having this parties. And what's kid up? ten, you stop having parties. After kid eight, you just stop having kids. But uh, you know, between this and the smoke that the smoke color that comes off the blast of a meth lab explosion, this is one of the only two legal ways to reveal the gender of your child in Florida. I just don't, I just don't get it. Like I know, it, like makes people happy, but. You have ten kids. Just move on, and I don't know why I, a gator chomp. Yeah, I just don't know why anybody has a pet gator. <laughs> yeah, they live forever, don't they? He's like, yeah. Well, they're apex predators. <laughs> they've been around since the dinosaurs. Like, what are you thinking? I don't know. I just yeah, I just don't get it. And then I just don't get this whole thing. Celebrating for the tenth kid is crazy, and alligators crazy, and let's move on, people. Agreed. Yeah, and it, only in Florida would would any of this happen. I well, want to get into our news stories. Yeah, let's do it. So this is what I found was kind of odd, because I didn't expect it to be a thing. So New Jersey, like last year, passed some like new marijuana marijuana laws. Um, but under the law, like parents, if your kid got caught underage drinking or alcohol with alcohol, under the first offense. They couldn't tell the parents, but now they're trying to change that, which is like, that's crazy to me that because like if you're underage, like somebody have to like bail you out or pay your fine or something like that, which is odd that they wouldn't tell you like over on the first offense that your kid got caught. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Kind of weird law to begin with. Um I, I don't know. I see two sides of it. Um, I feel like, you know, it, it. I can see how it infringes on the kids' rights, but they're also minors. So, you know, they are the personal property of their guardians. So, um, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I don't know. I just think it's dumb and weird, both, both sides of it. Yeah, because they're saying under the first... Uh, under the first events, you weren't allowed to be notified. Um, if a cop did notify your parents, they could be charged with third-degree crimes of deprivation of civil rights. But under the second or more offenses, they could tell your parents. I just find it odd that there's like part of this rule. I mean, if the cops are cool anyway, they wanted to just let it slide. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's like an app. Right, I didn't see the app. What's the app? I don't know. I guess there was an app to. I guess that's how the parents know or something. I don't know. 
maybe not. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just uh, you know. As a, also, like who who? Yeah, go ahead. As a parent, would you want to know if your kid got caught smoking or drinking underage? Uh, no, no, because that means my kids are cool. Um, yeah, I, you know, who cares if it, you know these kids are smoking dubs or you know. T- taking a little sip of grandpa's old cough medicine. Um, you know, these kids are cool. The politicians are nerds. Okay. There you have it. Underage drinking, according to Pat, is cool. That's right. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, nah, I think you would want like some, I think you kind of want to know something if your kid's doing that stuff. You don't want to be like taken by surprise, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm torn with, with the, with the bill, um, I feel like the kids can get one, you know, the first, first offense, you know, let that, let that slide. That's between, that's between you and officer friendly. And then after that, you know, yeah, cause it usually scares you at first, you know, and then they don't do it for yeah. a while. Scared straight. Yeah. Well, that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to get into our next topic? Um, this one, I think, was posted by your wife on Reddit. The bachelor husband. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, do you want to explain the uh, story? Yeah, so on Reddit, the Am I an Asshole, which seems like we get a lot of these things from, a woman was complaining about her husband because they have a 19-month-old kid, which I think was right around how old your daughter is. Uh, he works... <laughs> but then this is where I, I don't believe it. Uh, he works 65 hours a week, seven days a week. That's not me. No. And then he and then me. he goes to work out afterwards. Um, not me. You know, and then like he'll go out with his friends and watch a soccer match. So, like, he is upset, I guess. He doesn't really think he helps out with, like, the kids and uh, the housework and all. I mean, I think it's hard for a lot of people to change when they have a kid. Like, it's... After a while, like, you kind of, your priorities change and all. Like, because me and my wife, as as I mentioned before in this podcast, well, I don't know if I did, um, I take tickets at a certain baseball stadium here in this city. And and which which team is that? You're going to have to look it up. But I actually decided not to do it anymore, like, last week. Because me and my wife wife got promoted at work, so we don't really need, we don't need the actual money that much anymore. Well, Lati does. Is this, is this just your way to to brag that you both got nice pr- promotions? So you wanted to use this article to do no, that? No, because cause we could still use the money. <laughs> but like yeah. after like, cause like I just didn't want to. Like I feel like I missed out like on like the weekends and all like with my kids, especially like Sunday, like the Sunday afternoon games that I was doing. It's just like I feel like I was missing out on stuff. So sure. I wanted to like to spend more time with my kids, but I think some people do have that trouble that they don't want to change their lifestyle for the kids, but you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think this guy is a selfish dick. Um, he needs to cut out some of these extracurriculars um, and definitely quit smoking. I don't know if you saw that, but he was like constantly going outside for smoke breaks. Um, I mean, for one, you want to live long enough, you know, to, you know, see your kids, you know, later in life. And then, um, yeah, I, I just, when you have kids, you have to make sacrifices. You have to change your life, you know, to, 
revolve around your kids. Um, yeah, this guy is definitely an asshole. Um, so. Well, I think, like, and like, I don't know, raising a kid is like a team effort. But, like, you do also have to take, like, time for yourself, I think is a big thing. Um, but, like, it should be, like, a balance of finding, like, maybe going out once, you know, like, a month to hang out with your friends or something like that. Or, you know, yeah. like, but, like, if you're already working that much and then going to work out, it's just, like, a, that's a lot. And, like, yeah. you know, your kids grow up so fast, especially at that age. And that's a fun age because they're slowly getting this stuff, talking a little bit more. Yeah, I don't really want to miss that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, because the article also, or this, this post also said, you know, how he's still able to hang out with the kids and play around with the kids. It's just the, it's like the housework that, that he's not able to, to take care of. That just means he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. He's an asshole. Yeah. It's, no one wants to do housework. You just kind of have to do it. Yeah. You want to get to the next topic? Sure. So this, so a survey showed for 2,000 singles that 75% of them are turned on by dad bods. It's the biggest turn on for people. <laughs> and see, I don't have a dad bod. I'm just fat. But like a dad bod is like, I don't know, you're skinny, but you're like, like not like shredded or anything like that. And I think most people like that because, like, I think uh, people who go to the gym all the time are kind of a turn off the people. And I, it's just like, I think the dad bod is just like normal people. That's how I see it. Yeah. Um, this one, let's, let's definitely put this one in the win column for Dudes Rock. Um, this, this is definitely, I, I think this is great news. Um, I, it would be generous to say that I have a dude bod or a, a dad bod. Sorry, um, I'm probably on the wrong side of dad bod. Um, probably in my best times, I got dad dad bod, but uh, currently, the the pandemic has done a number on my on the looks department. But uh, I yeah no, I think this is this is only a good thing. It speaks to the outreach of the body positivity lobby um as they've been doing for you know the past few years and so to be fair 50 percent of this podcast think you're sexy <laughs> but so it wasn't even just like men's bodies it was they just said singles so they asked men and women so like including oh, yeah. that's i think you know like it's just like i think we see like well it's always like oh you see people on tv and all and they're always like super attractive and they work out a ton. Like that's like my complaint about like you see like these superhero movies and all. Like look how shredded this guy got. Like yeah, but he works out like four hours a day. <laughs> like this is what yeah. And he this had is a his job. Trainer and a personal chef. Yeah. Well, like you like if you ever read about like Mark Wahlberg's like training regimen and all, it's just that's mm. the idea of a crazy man. <laughs> like you know, and I yeah. think like people want like that like. Because, like, the doubt about it, I think, is just, like, that fine line because you're kind of in shape, but you're not really, like, trying too hard. So you have, like, that nice balance and all, you know. So I'm trying to get down yeah, to Yeah, you it. like that? You like that, Alex? Yeah. I do. You into that? I do. Yeah. That's why half this podcast thinks you're sexy. <laughs> you know, you want to get on our next topic? Yeah, let's do it. So... This is you asked me about this because I put it on like a doc about it was about a, it's about a football coach 
And yeah, okay. you were wondering, like, why did I put this on the dock? Because, like, especially for teenagers, as a high school football coach, it's a big time of life. And a lot of people think the football coaches are, like, mentors and all. And they kind of do shape a lot of kids, even though a lot of them are kind of jerks. So a football coach, Dave Manmorin, I can't say nice names, out of Duxbury High in Massachusetts, his team was got in trouble for using uh, audible terms. So like an audible, if you don't know about football, is like they get up to the line, they're about to run the play. If they see the defense is set up to stop the play, they'll call it an audible. And a lot of teams have one or two words that they'll use like, Omaha, or like that's random words that they will use to change the play at the line of scrimmage. They always have a backup play. So this coach thought it was funny that they would use the words Auschwitz, Hitler, or Holocaust as audibles. Which is... <laughs> and I guess Sorry, like the other team it, complained... Just hearing it is insane. Can you imagine being at a football game and hearing some quarterback yelling that at the top of their lungs i mean yeah it's and like they <laughs> and like uh, they said a former player said like yeah we used to, they used to use this all the time in like practice but they never used it in the game and they used it in the game why why would you even use it in practice if you're not going to use it in the game why why bother that's just showing why you're using it if you're using it in practice and not the game you know what you're doing and you know that it's wrong yeah and, you know it's wow yeah, you know it's wrong, you know, and then, like, you're teaching these kids, like, oh, it's okay to make these types of jokes. That's funny, you know, yeah. and, like, I don't know, and, like, I bet you the school probably knew about this and got complaints, but he's been the coach since 05, and they won five championships. So, like, a lot of times when you're winning, this stuff just gets pushed under the rug, but they finally used it in the game, and the other team complained. <laughs> like, you can't be doing this. And then he got in trouble, and then he got fired. But, like, and football, a lot of times, could be a toxic culture. Always crazy to me when you have these reports of, like, abuse by, yeah. like, upperclassmen to, like, freshmen and all. It happened in a local high school by me. Like, like kick the kid in the groin and all. Yep. Yeah, and, like, that's hazing. And, like, the Happens everywhere. kid's mom complained and the, f the four kids that did it got suspended and all. And then people act like the kid who got hazed is the bad kid. It's like, no, you're... No, you're setting up this culture yeah for like the future and then that's why you see people like get in trouble when they're older and all like oh this is just fun hazing like no it's not it's not something you need in this world yeah you know it, it's like you know it's you're showing you're like oh i'm in a position of power no. i can do this you just have to put up with it which leads to a lot of toxic work environments like you're not helping these kids you know i played high yep. school sport badminton and like we had like badminton what no, I'm not a. I wasn't a state champ like your mom was in badminton. Four square? Was it four square? No, it was soccer. We won two games a year. We beat the same team twice. <laughs> but like we had like, like the freshmen all like the freshmen all the ones that just had to carry like the water drugs and stuff like that, and that was it. Like they had a history before that, of like hazing before I got there, but like that was changed. Like it's just something that doesn't no. need to be in sports. Doesn't and like, it's anywhere. always like the excuse of like, oh, it tough. Yeah, it toughens up kids. No, it doesn't. You're just teaching kids to be jerks. Yep. Like, just move on. And like, I, and like the coach like released a statement. He's like, oh, I'm a special ed teacher, and I ha I come from a mostly racial family. 
he's like, okay, you can come from Mosheville, you can still be <laughs> anti-Semitic. Yeah. Like, and like you're teaching your kids it's funny to be anti-Semitic. You're like, you're not, no. you're not doing any good. This is, I, I get frustrated when I see stuff like, like stuff like that. Like that's like blatant racism or blatant like, and like it's fine, you know. And then like they complain when they yeah. get in trouble for yeah. it. Because uh, there was a story here. This has nothing to do with parenting. But this local landscaping company, they got in trouble because they created this fake uh, black-owned company to get, like, because, like, the state regulated, like, certain percentage of, con- like, construction or landscaping has to go to my own minority-owned yeah, yeah, companies. Yeah, that's usually in, yeah, most so states he said have, he was, that, have that law, yeah. Yeah, so he, like, set up this fake company called Ergon, which it was a, uh, is that anagram? Well, what's that when you switch up the letters? Right, like switched up the letters. It was Aragon, which is a severe range the word Negro. Oh and he set up this fake company. Gosh. And like eventually, like he was like a big wig in like the county and like he thought he was untouchable. But then now you're dealing with federal agents. So he eventually got in trouble. And they just had like one employee and it was just using like the same. But like, it's just like this is just like blatant Man, racism. That is like you deserve brutal. to go to jail. That's like, a car- that's like out of a cartoon. That's like. And, like, they supposedly he bragged about coming up with the names. <laughs> and, like, it's just like, I just don't have time for this. Like, just go away and stop oh, bothering man. people. Like, if you're doing stuff like this or, like, making jokes like that, you're like, oh, I'm not a bad person. Yeah. Just don't do that. You don't, have, no. you don't have to do this. You know, this, I don't know. Brutal. The whole football toxic culture is, just makes me mad. It's just, there's no place for it. Things yep. can change. You know, let's be better, people. So I went on that. That's our lesson for the day. Be better, people. Yeah, PSA from the worst parents out there. Because, I mean, every, and like the annoying thing is they always talk about how important like high school sports are and like, especially football, even though it's a violent sport, like how it molds young men. Then do better at molding young men. Like, be an example. This is yes, not being an example. Mold those young men. Mold them good. Damn right. Shape them in. Go off. Go <laughs> off, Alex. Shape, shape them in God's. Yeah, sorry. Well, and then I know you're going to go off on a... Do you have anything to add? No, no, I, I, I agree with you. I think this, you know, this guy's a jackass, so... Well, and I know you're going to go off Uh-oh. on the next topic. Kids' ER visits for swallowing magnets is on, like, an all-time high. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this was a weird one. So it's weird because, like, why did we un-ban magnets? So a lot of kids' toys have small, powerful magnets in them. And, like, these aren't magnets that you have on, like, your fridge that people are always worried about. Like, these are, like, high-powered magnets. And they were banned in 2012. But then over in 2016, the Court of U.S. Appeal, U.S. Court of Appeals overturned the ban. And from 12, 2012 to 2017, they, uh, kids' incidence of swallowing magnets fell 33%. And after they lifted the ban, they're up 444%. <laughs> yeah, I could not believe that number when I read it. That's crazy. And if you don't think kids swallowing magnets is a bad idea, it's like when they swallow two, those magnets want to yeah. attach to each other. 
So they they track yeah, through yeah, tissues yeah, yeah. We don't have to get into it. and I they think people get it. Yeah, it's yeah disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I don't get I don't get the unbanned. Like there's no need for these magnets. I know they probably got lobbied yeah. and all, but. And it's like it's hard. Like people are gonna say, "Oh, watch your kids," but it's hard to watch your kid. It takes them two that, seconds that to swallow. That big magnet lobby, man, it'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've always been I've always been harking about how bad the, the big magnet is, but I don't know. Yeah, the moral of the story is regulations are bad. See, like a lot, you don't think your kids have a lot of bad magnets in them, but like you ever see like those squares and triangles that can kind of connect and build something. Like, that's the magnets that they're talking about. Yeah. No, it's messed up. So your kids are playing with these. I don't know. It's just crazy to me that we just allow this. That's all I have to say. That's like, look out, watch your kids. Another PSA from the worst parents out there. That these magnet swallowing. So, I mean, like, because I, I mean, they, I think it's rare that they cause death, but it can cause death in long-term issues. So Yeah, I would think so, especially if you swallow two. You know, like, and like, it's not just like young kids. I saw it was like kids under like 11 were swall- like swallowing magnets and all. I saw one picture, like, you know, like there's magnets that you can like build something at your like desk, mm-hmm. like the beads. This girl, like I saw an x-ray of this girl. She swallowed like 10 of them. <laughs> they were all like connected in the line. How old was she? I think she was like 10 or 12. Okay, if you're that old and you're swallowing them, you deserve whatever it is happens to you. You want to get in our next topic? Yep. Okay. So, as everybody knows, I don't know if you ever heard of the Disney Company, but they've been around forever, and culture has changed over time. But uh, Disney has some problematic movies in the past that stuff was seemed fine at one point or now considered offensive. Um, but there was a list of the 10 most outdated Disney movies, according to people. And like they said, like a poll of like 18 people would never show their kids these movies. 62% would show their kids the movies, but then talk to them about it. But I have the list, Pat, if you want me to go through it. You let me know if yeah, you've seen so, these movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, the list I I thought was interesting. Um, there were a couple on here. I didn't really, they were kind of head scratchers, but a few, like the majority of them I, I get. So yeah, let's, let's go through down the list. So do you want me to go from mo- like people, the list that people find most offensive to least of- offensive or least offensive to most? Most. Um, let's do most to least and just get the, the ones that we obviously know are problematic out of the way. So number 10 is Dumbo. I don't know if you ever seen Dumbo. So that uh, yeah, so this was the most offensive. So yeah, this this one makes sense. I think the birds in it, right, are yeah, yeah. are caricatures of African Americans, right? Yes. Racist so, caricatures, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that one scene is what people complain about. Number nine is Peter Pan. This is the Native Americans, right? Yeah. That and are depicted as racist. And you have people. a whole song about what makes the red man red. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, that's that's no bueno. Number eight was Beauty and the Beast. Okay, was this one sexism? I am guessing. I guess. I didn't look this up, uh, but I'm guessing that or like yeah, because she's like holding against her will and all. So I can see that. Yeah. 
Yeah. I so so some of these on the list I have watched recently with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um this one was one of them and so I didn't maybe it's cuz I'm not paying attention close enough but I didn't really that was the only thing I could I could come to understand is is what's Well, what I imagine when you I imagine when you watch this with your daughter you're like, "See? This guy has a lot of money. You want to marry rich." <laughs> He's handsome too, um, but your daddy thinks that, so <laughs> yeah, you might not. Anyway, if I uh, had a chance with him, <laughs> number seven. Um, number seven was Fantasia. I had to look this up because I same is and like the one scene does look really bad. Is another yeah. caricature of a African American. I yeah. watched Fantasia with my son. He only wants to watch the Mickey Mouse scene. And that's it. Yeah, I could see that. Like the rest of the, like, I can't get through Fantasia. It's just long. It's, and... Yeah, and it's kind of, isn't it kind of terrifying? It's kind of messed up, right? Yeah, and I know we all hate the guy, and I'm not a fan. But like they said, like what it was Ted Cruz and they asked him like, what's their first movie saw in the theaters? And he's like, I was four years old, and my mom took me to see Fantasia, and I was scared, and I cried, and we had to leave. Like, yeah, it is a very like especially the dinosaur scene, it's really scary and all. Like I can see people being scared of it. He got a lot yeah. of backlash for it, and I don't agree with ninety nine point nine percent of what he says because he's a douche and should just go away and stop bothering people. Um, and he's also a serial murderer from what, California. <laughs> uh, but like, it is a scary movie. Number six, I tried watching this the other day, and it's just, I just don't think it's a good movie. The Aristocats. Yeah, I haven't seen this one since I was a r- really young, so I didn't really remember what was in it. Um, I'm guessing it's racist. That was my only guess. There are like Siamese Asian cats in it. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah so be- that's oh, it. I do. I remember that scene. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's it. I mean, I think the first song is good, and that's it. Um, I have no desire to watch that movie again. Uh, number five is No White. So I don't know if this is another like sexist movie. Yeah, I'm guessing or like I thought. Yeah, I guessed sexism or maybe something about little people. Yeah. Yeah, with the dwarves. Yeah. Just using the word dwarf. Oh, well, is that is that an okay term? I don't even know. I, I know little people is correct. Yeah, that's the term. But because yeah. I know it's like dwarfism is like. Because there's like different versions of it. I know dwarfism right, is one right. of the, yeah, like a one of the more like common versions of it. So I don't know. I don't know if that is found offensive, but like the movie is offensive for them or not. I mean, because there's just like characters of like, well, it's like characters of that's people like sleepy and happy and all. So I don't know if they're making fun of them or is just the fact that they're. Because like especially like Snow White's an old story that they just pulled her from, right? You know, right. Number four is another one I don't get is the Jungle Book. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I assumed racism, right? The, the monkeys and stuff, right? Isn't it kind of, I don't know, King Louie? I guess so. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I assumed anyway. Yeah. Number three is another one, uh, the Little Mermaid. I think it's like sexism. Yeah, so this one I again watched recently with my daughter. Um, so 
again, not not sure again uh, how close I was paying attention, but um, yeah, I assumed the sexism, but also isn't the I think the crabs kind of racist, right? No, he's just Jamaican. Yeah. Mm. And then um, yeah, the sexism bit. Uh, and yeah, and then the priest gets a boner, right? That's all. That's the rumor. But yeah. I know. I know. I know your wife would like it if you didn't talk and gave up your voice to have legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lot, yeah. Little, yeah. little known fact about Pat is he is a merman. <laughs> I'm secretly a merman, and my father is the king of the sea. Number two is Bambi. I haven't seen Bambi in forever. Forever. So I don't know if it's just like the mom dying at the end. Yeah, or at the beginning, right? No? Do I got he that dies towards the end. I have no oh. idea. I haven't seen him forever. Oh. And the number one least offensive one, and I had to look this one up because I didn't understand why, but I guess it's sexism, is Toy Story 3. Yeah, I didn't get the. I didn't get what was wrong with this one. I just thought maybe it was the part where they almost die at the garbage dump. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Like they didn't want their kids seeing that. Cause it's you know a little traumatic, but yeah, I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't see what was wrong with this one. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like you can argue this is the best Toy Story movie. That was that was my thing. Yeah, that Toy, was my take. Toy Story Four um, should be on the list for this being a bad movie. Seriously, I, I mean, you know, Disney loves money more than anything. I get it, but they totally ruined it with the fourth one. Well, cuz like the trilogy um, makes sense. Throughout the whole trilogy, and I've gone yeah. on this rant a lot, is about <laughs> when Andy is gone and he's no longer playing with them, Buzz and Woody would at least have each other. And then yeah. the fourth one are like and like he gives up his his favorite toy and then it's like, "No, nah, this toy sucks. I'm not going to play with him." And like it's just like they don't do use any of the rest of the characters. They make Buzz just seem dumb. It says, besides Forky, this is not a good movie. Yeah, I view it as the Godfather Part 3 of kids' movies. Yeah, it's just like... Bad. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's not a good movie. So would you show... I mean, you already said, would you show your kids these movies? And I don't know. Like, I grew up watching, like, The Three Stooges and The Little Rascals. And, like, stuff with my parents. So, like, this old movies my dad would show me. And, like, a lot of that stuff has a lot of problematic stuff in it. And, like, some of the scenes yeah. and all. And I think mm. you just, like, learn that, like, this isn't, this is just bad. And I guess fun watching some of those old ones. And, like, how, like, bad this stuff is. But, like, I don't know. Like, I think you learn, like, eventually, like, this stuff isn't okay. But, like, I'm yeah. not going to, like, not show my kids this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I watched all the we yeah we both watched all, all these movies that are on this list growing yeah. up, right? Yeah. Besides Toy Story three, because that's a more recent one, but yeah, I don't I don't see the problem as long as you are discussing, you know, at the appropriate age what's problematic and why, and you know, I I it's, I mean, same with books. Like, I have no problem like with letting my kids watch these movies or read the books. It's, it's more about explaining and, and, and discussing the, at the right age, what, you know, the context and the historical baggage that comes along with these, with these movies. 
Yeah, and I'm not letting anything. I'm not letting my kid read Harry Potter. That's devil worshipping. But <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. All this list made me do when I was reading through these movies was make me want to go back and watch them to see where this stuff is. Yeah, and like especially like stuff where like it's just like one scene, like you can skip that scene. And like with Peter Pan, my son loves Peter Pan, but it's like his least favorite scene is that Native American scene. He just wants to see Peter Pan against Captain Hook. Sure, right. You know, right. Dumbo's tough because like you can skip that scene, but that's the scene where he learns to fly. Uh, but after that, like that's it. You yeah. know, like part of, I was reading the Toy Story three thing, and part of it was like because there's two like those seven guy toys and one girl toy, and I didn't like how. Barbie was handled, which I thought Barbie was fine in that movie. Little known fact that, well, I don't know if it's a little known fact, but the voice of Ariel and the voice of Barbie are the same person. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, Jody Benson. Um, but I think I think you watch these movies like now looking back on them, but like I don't think they cause so much trouble as people think, especially like The Little Mermaid and things like The Beauty and the Beast. Like they are fairy tales. Yeah, I I look at this the same way as the article on the uh, underage drinking we had, um, where I feel like it's more about the the culture and in the home than it is just about the kids just watching these movies. I mean, if if the culture in the home is that you know your parents are teaching you or, or talking to you about these problematic scenes or whatever, or discussing you know. Uh, racism, you know, in the, in the, you know, uh, then, you know, your kids are probably going to be fine or whatever, but. I know Disney has really now tried to get cultural appropriation. Like, uh, I know at Ray and the Last Dragon, like they've had, like they brought in people to like ask them about like uh, South Asian like heritage and all and Make yeah, sure. I guess they did the same thing with Coco, right? Yeah, and, and Moana. Moana, yeah. You know, and like they're trying to get people of that ethnicity to voice those characters. You know, because the big complaint yeah. about Aladdin is like the whole cast is white. Right. The voice cast. I don't know that that new. What's that? Rava? Is that what it's called? The new. Raya one? and the Last Dragon. Raya and the Last Dragon. I I was to me that's just suspect. That movie in general. That was just them trying to appease. China, right? Because they want to get into that market. No, because right? that would have been Mulan. This is more like, I think the cultures are more like Laos and like Vietnam, like the Southern oh, Asia. It? Yeah, it's like more of that, um, more of that culture. Well, and then I'm racist, right? You are racist. Um, <laughs> I took my son to see it in the theaters as his first movie. Nice. It was good. Uh, what, what did What did you What would you give it, rating wise? Give it out of four out of five. It is wow. It is long. Oh, someone really liked that movie. There's no musical. It's a good action movie. Like I, mm. uh, I think the story's fine. It got a lot of like, a lot of bad reviews. I think a big issue with people reviewing Disney movies now is like they want too much out of these movies. <laughs> like they are still kids movies. Um, yeah. Which I think it's the. I don't want to go on a rant on Pixar, but Pixar movies have not been for kids in a long time. Like, what kid watches yeah, the right. movie Soul and relate to that movie? You know, and, like, the same, like, 
this list of movies have not been good. They've been trying to hit you over the head, like making these like. Oh, I think they're good. I just yeah, they're definitely not for, not for kids. kids. I think they've all been this kind of mediocre. Oh really? Man. Yeah. Did not like. Oh, see, I, like... I thought um, the one about feelings was awesome. That's like a really good movie. Inside Out. It's Inside like Out. Well done. I do think is for like good for like kids from like twelve to sixteen. I think that's a really good movie for them. Yeah. I, I thought it was just a good movie. Period. Like that was just. I think it was very well done. They didn't care for it much. Like Up is one that is just like. Unless, until, Up is awesome. Till like the last twenty minutes, it's just like a giant bummer of a movie. And then it gets fun. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't care. I, I think it's so awesome. That whole opening scene, that's like some of the best storytelling. Hate it, Wally. I know we differ on that oh, one. Oh, come on. Wally that's, is just yeah, like, that movie's awesome. Uh, it's just not good. Uh, Soul oh, was okay. Finding Dory is not good. Um, yeah, I'll give you Finding Dory. It was all right. I think that one's too long. It goes on just too, it just, it drags, I feel like. Like, it just keeps going, and it shouldn't. Um, Soul, I thought, was very good, but it's just, it's not a kid's movie. There's no question. But I think it's more about, like, they're now trying to sell movies to our generation. Yeah. You know, the kids who grew up with Toy Story. Yeah. But, like, the Toy, like toy Story, 1, 2, and 3, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, like, they all, they all hit every like demographic all just good movies well do they have to hit all demographics to be a good movie well like i felt like they like i think pixar was like before like they made kids movies that adults can like too now it's just like we're gonna make these movies like and i think they just kind of got like a big head of making these like good movies that i critically yeah, acclaimed I, well i just yeah but i well to all the, those Toy Story and Monsters Inc. Those all won like Oscars. Like I don't think I know, but not I, critically acclaimed. No, but I, no, but, I think they are. I think they got like two more, and now they want to get like these messages out there and all. But what's wrong with that? I don't think there's anything wrong with it, and I don't think it makes it a bad movie. Well, I also think the movies are too long too. Uh, okay. Anyway, we should move on. This is getting off topic. No, nah, but I don't know. I just also uh, side note: the Cars movies, all of them are just okay. Not good movies oh i think they're terrible they were made to sell toys yeah everything's made to sell toys you ever see soul you ever they're see... gonna sell lots of toys from you ever soul. see uh passion of the christ big <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the next one? Oh, uh, that's all our stories i don't know we're running okay. long do you want to do the parenting quiz or do you want to save it for next week uh we could probably save it for next week yeah we kind of went in that disney yeah. topic too long what is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, jeez. I don't know. It's a little tough, right? Nah, it's Hercules. No. So. Uh, yeah, that that's I feel like a lot of people our age that's their favorite Disney movie. I don't know. I don't know that I I guess one would probably be a Disney Pixar movie, I think, if I had a favorite. That's Coco. But Pixar or is that just Disney? I think it's Pixar. Ooh, I like Coco I a lot. I think it's Pixar. Yeah, I think it's Pixar. No, but yeah, I guess that's it for today's show. You guys all have a great day. Yeah, good time. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter with your favorite Disney movie, I guess. Get a poll going on Instagram at the worst parents out there or email us. If you have any questions, you can email us or let us know what you like and don't like 
of the show. We're still trying to get our footing. It's only our fourth episode. Yeah, nothing, Pat. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, message us uh, on uh, Twitter, uh, Worst Parents Out There, or, um, you know, hit us up on Instagram, Worst Parents Out There, and email us your questions at worstparentsoutthere at gmail.com. Hey, you guys have a great day. Yep, see ya. Sleep tight. Don't let the bedbugs put their foot in your ass. I've abandoned my child! I've abandoned my child! I've abandoned my boy! Dad, are we having a father-son moment? We were. You ruined it by mentioning it.